attention, all civilians. You're listening to TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Here's a little known fact. The majority of reasons why people leave their job has nothing to do with money. Boy, in a society where money is such a big deal, that's pretty amazing. Here are the seven reasons why people leave their jobs. The job or workplace is not as expected. Poor job fit. Insufficient coaching or feedback. Not enough opportunities for growth and development. Feelings of undervalued and unrecognized. Stress from work-life balance issues, uh, loss of trust in senior leadership. And it isn't more money. Although people will sometimes say more money, it's because they really don't want to say the truth, which is these other reasons, because they don't want to burn bridges. So um, when our guest comes in, I'd like to see where money fits with that. Okay. So here is, uh, we have a guest, a wonderful guest today, and she works with all those reasons why people leave and helps companies and individual businesses and business owners to get past all the blocks from having them be fulfilled at work. Here's what she says. Businesses are communities of people working toward a common purpose to tap the tremendous unrealized potential that exists in all of us. We must think of work as an essential part of a fulfilling life. We can move past success to in, to significance. I like that. Past success to significance. So it's no longer just about success like money or success like accomplishment, but we, we make a significant difference mm-hmm. in the world. When we realize our purpose is found in serving others and connecting to something that goes far beyond the bottom line. We call that soul successful. <laughs> The author is Laura Cardone. She has a book called Motivation at Work, Transform Your Business in Six Extraordinary Steps, and we're going to find out what they are this hour. Please welcome to the show, Laura Cardone. How you doing? Good, and uh, thank you both, uh, Keith and Charmé, for inviting me. I Our really pleasure. I really appreciate it. Um, love listening to you, and I just absolutely have appreciated getting to know you. Well, that's that's a uh, two-way street. Boy, it certainly well, is. It really is. We, we've had so many omens around you. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the next one unless it comes true. <laughs> okay, that's probably good. It was something I saw on the Internet, and I go back to find it, and it's not there from you. And it was like... From an email. So we've had three of them so far. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I think we've, we've talked about, too, the synchronicity. And I, did I tell you the story? I was um, meditating and um, was meditating um, to be connected, uh, basically to, to be connected with um, somebody who could, who could help me 
uh, spread the word, get the message out, and mm-hmm. it wasn't an hour later, and you called. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had sat on your email the press release you had sent out for probably a week. And, you know, I get a lot of press releases. I'm sure you do. And, you know, I look at them briefly, and most of them get tossed. And yours, I just kept going... I need to read that. And so it took me a week to have the time to read it. And then I went, oh, my goodness. So l- let me say mine. Mine, okay. mine as well, but not the, not oh, the one. Oh, good. I'd like to hear it. Well, the first one is, and I told you this before, Laura, on the phone, um, I'm, I'm hearing this name Laura in my head, and, I, and a few people come around, their name's Laura, for about a week. And I go, well, it might be them. And uh, what is it about Laura? And then <laughs> we, uh, Laura Cardone, who's our guest tonight, uh, connected, and within a few minutes I go, that's her. That's what's been zeroing in. So that was pretty neat. The other one was I was dead tired sitting in the chair, and all of a sudden, my body got up. I'm barely waking up, and I'm walking towards the phone, and the phone rings, and it's Laura. Oh. And so there's a very strong connection, and I'm very interested to see how our destinies will entwine. And the third one was an amazing one, more than these other two. We'll see what if it happens and if it you're comes through. You're such a tease. Oh, you mean you're not going to tell me? No, no, because you got to do it without me telling you. Otherwise, oh, we you're cheated. Right. You're right. You're right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Our guest today is Laura Cardone, author of Motivation at Work, Transform Your Business in Six Extraordinary Steps. And don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. So a lot of people are stuck on the... uh stressful treadmill Mm -hmm. of the dog-eat-dog corporate world. And in your book, you talk about jumping from that and getting into your own entrepreneurship, like you're doing your own way, your own rules, your own talent. And uh, I'd like you to tell us about that, and what's your experience yourself with that? Um, You know, it's interesting because... uh, I went through several stages, you know, we all do in our careers. We try different jobs. We um, um, experiment with different types of work. And I um, was very early in my career was very focused on um, really, I guess, kind of bought into that standard definition of success. Um, that says something like success is earning a lot of money, it's the mm-hmm. right job title, and got on that treadmill and um, have a very strong will center. So it's able to will a lot of things to happen. Whoops. And, and yeah, yeah, that was that was my first lesson. Me too. Sla- and, I got slapped up myself. Oh, yeah. Boy, cause that can be a painful lesson, can it? Yeah. It's and, your kid. Look, look, yeah. how, look how successful Gongaji is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So anyway, I, you know, did, did well, you know, from the standard, um, definition and, and got the, you know, had the nice title and everything, but just felt, um, so empty inside, um, stressed out, overworked and unfulfilled. Um, yeah. and kind of got to a point and said, well, is this it? Is this all there is? And, um, so, um, long story short, um, 
took, just decided I just can't do this anymore and, um, you know, stepped away from corporate America. And um, that's really when I started um, seriously um, going down a spiritual path and um, took some time off work and then went back to the rat race. Yeah. Um, did that the first time. Did that for a few years. Again, found that I got um, caught back up in that treadmill. Yeah. And then finally said, and, you know, just kept getting that, you know, you talk about um, karmic lessons and your patterns and stuff in your upcoming book, those steps to enlightenment. And um, it just kept getting the signals that I was on the wrong path. And, yes. of course, they kept getting stronger the more I ignored them. <laughs> and, <laughs> they do that. Yeah, they do. And so I eventually said, okay, um, I really have to take, pay attention um, to this and took a giant leap of faith. And it's that was about five years ago and um, struggled for a while trying to figure out what is my calling. And, um, you know, that's kind of where Prophets with Purpose came in because I was trying to, really struggling, but at the mental level, you know, writing down lists, what's the right yeah. uh, name for my business, yeah. was stuck there, could not get it, um, you know, talked to friends, bounced ideas off of people, and nothing seemed to work, and went to bed one night and said, you know, I'm just going to um, uh, give this up to my higher self, and went to bed with the intention that I would wake up with the right name. And I woke up about 3 a.m., and it was very clear. Of course, this wasn't on my mental list, but it was Profits with Purpose. Nice. And <laughs> that is, you know, that's basically where that came from. Clearly spirit-guided. Exactly. Yeah. And very, you know, there was one of those things, uh, you know, message where you just know this is, it yeah. is. It's the right answer. It tingles. It's like a knowing all through your body that just leaves you like nobody could budge you off off of you, even if they had a big tractor. Yeah. So this is meaningful and fulfilling work that we can find, and you have an organization called Profits with Purpose. Exactly. And you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, when I initially started out, um, what I found was the more the more women, especially women in business, that I spoke with, and now it's interesting because a lot of men I speak with are are um, resonating with the message. There um, there are more men that are saying, "I just don't want to do this anymore." That we have become so in, um, unbalanced in our approach to work. Sure. And. Um, to the point where it's it's not a part of our life, but actually our work is becoming our whole life for many people in business. And I think it really starts with our attitudes and our belief systems around work and how that can limit us. Um, and it, especially if you even look at our vocabulary and you think about, um, you know, the statements that you hear people say, Boy, work the- is hard, yep. you know, thank God it's Friday. Yeah. Um, even simple little things like that almost act as poison, um, and we unconsciously um, adopt that social consciousness right. that certainly doesn't serve us because um, imagine the difference if we viewed work as an, as an essential ingredient to a fulfilling life, that it was a way for us to express ourselves our creative gifts, our soul qualities, our soul gifts, mm-hmm. um, and to serve others. 
uh, what a difference. Yeah. What a difference. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Laura Cardone, who has a book called uh, motivation at Work, Transform Your Business in Six Extraordinary Steps, and also is the president of Profits with Purpose. So in the short time we've known uh, Laura Cardone, I just this is a character reference. Uh, in reading her book and reading some emails and this and that, she's uh, very gifted at being very, very articulate, and, and I'm a pioneer of looking for deeper meaning, and I can tell she is too, and I just love it. Another thing is she has a heart of gold, oh, and I, I, I believe I could trust her with anything. You know, what's a couple weeks now we've known Laura, and I believe I could trust her with anything, and, you know, I'm just saying this because she's got a very good book about how to run the vi- a business, Motivation at Work, Transform Your Business in Six extraordinary steps and you know so many businesses could really use this help boy could they ever i bet you see it a lot out there don't you yeah it's you know it's really sad when you think about it you look at some of the statistics around um you know especially what's interesting is you can even speak to any doctor or physician and they'll tell you there are more emergencies on mondays more heart attacks on mondays more deaths on mondays and a lot of that, believe it or not, is related because is. Um, so many people right are either in um, in work that's Amber. not a good fit, or they stay with toxic environments, right. and um, and to their own detriment. Right. Um, so, and so, a lot of it really can be traced back to the belief systems that we have about work, and going back to mastering ourselves, um, actually taking responsibility for um, the work that we choose and how we choose to spend our time. Right. So Monday represents to a lot of people we begin another five days of the work dread. Exactly. And, exactly. And that's, you know, that's a downer on... Okay, we're listening to Mastering Ourselves. We will be right back after the break. Stay with us. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. We're, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmé Amber. And our guest today, Laura Cardone, author of Motivation at Work. You know, in your book, uh, Motivation at Work, you in the other part of the title is Transform Your Business in Six Extraordinary Steps. What gives it just a brief idea? What are these six extraordinary steps? Um, well, it actually... Um, corresponds to a an acronym called SPIRIT. Um, fitting, I guess that's fitting, isn't it? Yeah, um, surprise. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, SPIRIT stands for the first step of survey, and basically what that means is um, get in touch, um, survey your employees. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be an in-depth survey for larger organizations. It makes sense sometimes to do that. And in the book, there's there are also survey questions and guidelines on mm-hmm. how to do that very inexpensively. And, and you have a lot of questions, uh, like surveys and uh, how do you take the surveys, all kinds of surveys in your book, don't you? Exactly. And it's really the intention is to get in touch with 
what's at the root of the issues within the organization. Yeah. And sometimes what happens is we'd like to think we know what the problem is, and so we can jump to a, a conclusion and go down a wrong path. And the other thing that it does is when you start with surveying or getting in touch and connecting with the, the, everybody throughout the organization, then everybody's engaged. Everyone has an opportunity to participate yep. Yep. and feel like they're part of the community. So that's why that's an important first step. You know, that very same part of the personality that thinks it already knows what the problem is <laughs> <laughs> is part of the problem because you're living in answers rather than living exactly. in questions. And, exactly. and if you get your brain open just enough to run a survey, you might be surprised what you find out. Exactly. Um, and you know what? That is so on target. A lot of times people are, many executives and, and managers are surprised at what they hear. I because bet. It, yeah, because they're coming at it obviously from a very different perspective. And um, their reality is very different. Uh, even executives and middle managers, their realities are very different um, than the people that feel like they're at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. So... Anonymous surveys is is crucial, I would think. Um, absolutely, because the most important thing is um, the most important thing to do is to encourage complete and total honesty. Yep. And that's where sometimes the messages can be difficult to hear, but it's absolutely necessary to be open to hearing the truth, even though it's not always easy. If you really want to transform an organization, you have to be open um, to hearing another person's perspective. Yes. And um, knowing that there really isn't a right or wrong, that every opinion has a right to exist. Boy, it doesn't serve anybody to be stuck in these areas, does it? No, it doesn't. You know, in marriage, you begin, if you're going to get very far in a marriage and you are, you know, a reasonable person, you're going to start realizing that that person that's on the other side of the union, you know, places where you invalidate them or think they're, you know, what's wrong with them here, you begin to realize that their different point of view is valid. And if you don't begin to realize that, you're not going to go very far in in a very rewarding marriage. That's a very good point and, and, and just a perfect analogy. And very, it's interesting that you use the word marriage because in many respects we spend more time at work than we do with our own family. Yes. And yet we often put more work into our, um, we, we put very little work into our work relationships and sometimes even less in our family relationships. Yes. Um, because that's almost an af- afterthought sometimes. And oftentimes, work is a great place to show us where we need to grow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. It's amazing how those relationships oh, pop off at the right moment, isn't it? Baby. <laughs> to tell us exactly where we need to work. <laughs> you know, and the first tendency, I know it's true for me and for most everyone I've seen, is to point your finger at the other person. And after a, a few blows and a, a bit of effort of sincerely looking for how do we find a better life, it begins to dawn on you that you're part of the equation. Absolutely. <laughs> part of the equation that keeps trailing you. Yep. <laughs> you keep walking into the same thing. It's always them. <laughs> you know, I love the people that they, they quit and then they quit and then they quit because they keep trying to drop the problem, but the problem is them. 
and it follows them. It sure does. And it's, it's, absolutely. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, uh, you, you see that too in in larger organizations. Um, they'll transfer. Um, Someone will request a transfer, or a leader or manager will transfer mm-hmm. a problem rather than deal with it. Right, right, right. So when you have. Um, you know, there's people that come in. This is always like a nightmare. We've had businesses where we've had employees, and you get uh, pessimists or disruptors or people who just do not cooperate with the program. How do you deal with them? you got about 30 seconds before okay. break, and then okay. we can pick it back up. Okay. Well, I think first and foremost, um, sometimes you have to accept that you can't change everyone, but you need to give them an opportunity to make sure that they're heard first. Yes. And and then if they don't grab a hold, then move on. Okay, yeah, we'll, absolutely. We'll pick it up after break. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Laura Cardone, who is uh, the president of Profits with Purpose, also is the author of Motivation at Work, Transform Your Business and Six Extraordinary Steps. We will hear more about it when we come back. Stay with us. Hey, welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. Our guest today, Laura Cardone, who's written the book called Motivation at Work, Transform Your Business in Six Extraordinary Steps. What are the biggest barriers that keep people from experiencing more joy and prosperity in their work and business? Um, I think you really have to go back to, um, you know, the first cause, which is always our, our beliefs and our thoughts around, um, you know, wherever we feel like we're experiencing lack or discontent. Um, and I think first we need to examine our belief systems about those areas. And, you know, we talked earlier about work being an essential in- ingredient to a fulfilling life. And so often we adopt unconsciously an attitude that work has to be hard when, in fact, anything that's worthwhile, of course it, it requires effort, but it doesn't have to be hard. If it's hard, there's something out of alignment. We're struggling with something we're resisting, or we're just in a situation where we are in we've um, we've taken maybe a job for the wrong reason, yeah. or it's not a good fit. Um, around the money piece and the prosperity thing, I really think it comes down to getting very clear first and foremost about what you're passionate about and how do you want to serve. Right. You know, you can do that as, as a business owners like, like you and Charmé have, um, or you can do it by working for somebody else. It's really irrelevant how you choose to do that. What is relevant is the passion and the purpose behind your work. Yeah. So we're talking beliefs, thoughts, and attitudes. We need to manage them to be constructive Absolutely. or they're likely to be destructive. Absolutely. And, and the first thing we need to do is get really clear about our belief systems. And so often um, many people just adopt them. You know, we all do. We grow up, we hear things that our parents say. You think about who are the first people that influence your belief right. system. And you know, think about it, and especially money. It's so funny because you, 
you, and, and of course, you can't talk about work without also looking at money because mm-hmm. your time and effort is an exchange. It's an exchange of energy. And we're, and we're looking for a fair exchange of energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. We want to be fulfilled, and we also want to feel like we're being fairly compensated mm-hmm. for what we do. We want to feel valued. And oftentimes what, ha- what, what happens is we adopt unconsciously uh, belief systems like, um, you know, there's, you know, uh, money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, one of my personal favorites I used to hear from my parents was, you know, what do you think I'm made of money? <laughs> um, but all those little, all of those little comments that we hear, um, we don't always realize um, the impact that they have on our behaviors and our belief systems about abundance versus scarcity, whether it's around uh, good jobs or whether it's around prosperity or abundance or time is another one where yeah. we tend to get caught up in. So, in so it's like somebody else's version or even the culture around us, its version of success, and we absolutely. unconsciously incorporate it. And for most people, it's probably not what really turns them on and makes their day. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's funny. I, I spent um, a lot of time putting together an exercise to help people um, first get really clear about what is uniquely important to them. And, yeah. and that really starts at the – there are so many different ways that you can go about doing that. And one of the things that I realized when I was putting the exercise together is that we are really designed to succeed. And what I mean by that is we are designed to succeed according to our soul paths or those soul qualities that are encoded on, in us at birth. That's what we're designed to do. We are absolutely designed to do it. What happens is if we get off our path because we somebody else maybe did a great job selling an idea about what success is, right? or we just bought into that social consciousness or concept of what success is, so we go down that path, and we, then all we, of a sudden... We ram ourselves down yeah. that path. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a good word, ram. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, but, but unfortunately, that, that happens to a lot of us until something comes up in our lives that... Um, and then oftentimes it, it hurts, but it's a wake-up call. Yes. Yes. That those, there's something more. Yes, those nasty wake-up calls. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Laura Cardone, president of Profits with Purpose and author of Motivation at Work. Boy, I'll tell you, those wake-up calls can be nasty, can't they? <laughs> They sure can. Especially if you're not listening. But and you, persistent. Yeah. You don't listen. You know, that's a good thing. You, you hear people, though, that say things like, cancer was the best thing that happened to mm. me, AIDS was the best thing that happened, and people, they drop their jaw and they go, well, I completely turned my life around, mm-hmm. and I am, you know, so much happier. And, of course, once you've turned your life around, cancer and AIDS generally can't get you again mm-hmm. because the very things that caused it, you've transformed and now you've elevated yourself beyond it. Same thing with this when you transform Absolutely. yourself in business is the depression and uh, lack of fulfillment, you get it, flush it out of your system. Absolutely. And it's, it's interesting how many people that I talk to that 
leave a corporate position, they start their own business, or sometimes they'll venture off on their own and then they'll go back and, um, you know, pick it up later. And so many, in fact, I don't think I've ever talked to anyone who said that they were laid off or they, they left that didn't at one point say it was the best thing that ever happened to them. Ah, yep. And even I have found that that people who are laid off, they know that the signals are there, and mm-hmm. at some point they put something on their path. Maybe it was unconscious at the time, but there was an intervention there somewhere on a soul level that um, that created that situation um, so that they could get the time away from work and reevaluate. And that really is what happens oftentimes when, you know, people are downsized. It's actually a tremendous opportunity for them to take inventory and to really do some deep work and figure out what is it that I'm passionate about, what makes my heart sing, and, and um, you know, what can I do, where can I serve, how can I contribute, and what do I personally find fulfilling, and what are... What are the essential ingredients of a fulfilling life? Right. You know, I believe that one of the core um, uh, core attitudes of God is evolution, that every, everything keeps improving. Mm-hmm. And, and so the way God has created life is it's going to keep trying to open us up to higher levels of us, uh, mm-hmm. higher self-realization, the the glory the glories of our soul and if if we're not getting it it will cause uh, even up to very severe circumstances to push us into that evolution so we go for for your point um you know and some people do it because you know um some people get defensive. Some people, you know, when they get into resistance, when you're yeah. just not, you don't want to hear the message. <laughs> yeah. And uh, some people get defensive. Some people just um, uh, deny it. Um, you know, they'll distract themselves in in a lot of different ways. Yes. Um, but if you can find that, whatever your um, pattern is, the, for tr- the trigger point where yeah. you start having your reaction. Exactly. If you can, if you can identify that. Um, and then just relax into whatever that feeling is or the experience and just sit with it and feel the emotion, mm-hmm. whatever that is that comes with it, then at least, then if you can approach it from a position of curiosity right. instead of self-judgment, yes, um, then you, you're in a better position to um, get the message or at least see where the work needs to be. Right, so that trigger point... If you will, you can, instead of getting all jammed up inside your system, you can open up and sort of like be in control and then follow it into your folly and see where you go off balance with the thing. That's, I love that. Follow it into your folly. <laughs> because, boy, do we all do that. <laughs> I, I learned that with the Christmas carol, fa-la-la-la-la-la. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. You know, you're a real team player and you're really full of helpfulness i just feel that from you and you i don't want to miss this in this show you have a business owner's guide to the universe would you tell the audience about that um the business owner's guide to the universe is a um you know it's something unusual and i call it a a a three-step online success system but what it really is is it's a way for small business owners 
to get very clear about their unique definition of success. And what often happens when we jump into to business, regardless of where we are in the business life cycle, is we don't really understand how being a business owner can affect our personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not uncommon where uh, some business owners all of a sudden find that their work becomes their whole life. Yes. And at some point they, they say, you know what, I, I'm grateful for the success I've had, but I also have other areas in my life that I'd like to explore. Or on the other hand, they're just starting their business and um, they really aren't certain where to start. And one of the things that I am passionate about is having what I call holistic goals. And, um, or you can call them holistic int- intentions, but getting really clear about what your personal definition of success is, not just financially, not just from a business perspective, but what type of life do you want to create? This is a masterpiece. Right. And, um. So it's not just, um, career success, but it's exactly. also your success with your children, with your Absolutely. home, with your, um, uh, health, with your entertainment, all parts of you. Absolutely. Your relationships. Um, so basically it's, it starts with, Step one, which is creating your map to your own universe. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned um, earlier we were talking about your soul qualities and your soul gifts. Well, this is also a tremendous opportunity for you to get in touch with, um, you know, your purpose in this lifetime, um, you know, the best and highest and truest, truest path, um, you know, for your, um, for your highest growth and opportunity to serve others. Yeah. And basically, that map helps you get really clear about um, who you want to serve, um, you know, what you want to do, not just from a business perspective, but um, what's really uniquely important to you, what I call your personal keys to success. Yes. And it takes you through um, a process of, of defining your own essential ingredients. And at the end, you have a personal success statement. And then, as you know, um, you know, from the only, the work that you do, it's not enough just to create the map. Um, then step two is the is the ongoing support through the little mini messages that I send out to my subscribers, which is basically I call that the daily discovery series, and that's really um, all about helping you stay pointed to your true north. Mm-hmm. You know, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. You know, the truth of it is, is that when we are on track with what our soul's purpose is, doors fly open. Yes, that's true. When we are not on track, doors do not fly open. Mm -hmm. And so, if you can get clear about what your path is and what your soul has in mind, you're going to make life a lot easier. That's very true, and and that's a, a great segue to something that I'd like to ask you because one of the things that that I have found that a lot of people struggle with is they'll set a goal, they'll struggle, um, they'll just come up against one obstacle after another, and you know one of the questions that I get asked a lot is why doesn't the goal work? And of course, um, you know, there's a lot Depends of stuff on the lessons going on. We have exactly. to take a break. We'll come back to that. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest, Laura Cardone, president of Profits with Purpose, Purpose, 
and author of Motivation at Work, and we will be back to continue this conversation. Stay with us. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber and our guest today, Laura Cardone, author of Motivation at Work and... Well, I want to read this Business Owner's Guide to Success. It's a write-up that Laura has done, and I just wanted to make it real clear so if any of you didn't get it, you get it real clear because it's a great opportunity. The Business Owner's Guide to the Universe is a unique online success system for small business owners and independent professionals who want to create a successful business and a balanced and fulfilling life. It helps you gain clarity about what is uniquely important to you, dissolve the habits and beliefs that can limit your potential, and then provide support to help you stay on track pointed to your unique definition of success, I love that, your own true north. Wonderful. And Laura was asking us on break and before we went to break if uh, that you would like us basically to talk a little bit about our thoughts on co-creating. Absolutely. <laughs> would love this, to hear your perspective. This is, this is, I was saying to Keith the other day that this gal was saying to me, oh, I just discovered that I can co-create my life. And my response was, you already did. (laughs) They're just, you know, people don't realize that every breath, every action, every thought that you've done since the day you were born creates your future. This isn't a 15, 20 second, I'll visualize and all, everything will get better. It doesn't work that way. You know, whatever you're visualizing, if your guides are saying, sweetheart, that isn't what you have earned in your karma and in your lessons, and people say, but the universe is abundant, so I can have everything mm-hmm. that I want. And you go, yes, it is abundant. And yes, there is <laughs> enough out there for everybody to have what they want. But guess what? You came to earth because we can impose limitations on you there mm-hmm. that we cannot impose on a soul level. And from that place, you will be able to learn your lessons. And today, your lessons aren't to have that perfect Mercedes, that perfect husband, that perfect house job, whatever it is. So what we have to do first is work through the lessons that are on our platter, and then the gold starts just dropping mm-hmm. into our lap effortlessly. So I call that um, our souls have our each lifetime condensed down into the earth school. And the, the earth school is a place where our lessons are mirrored to us and there are limitations all over the place to sort of, it's like a crucible, a perfect crucible trying to uh, push certain influences on us until we get an aha and go, well, that's not worth it. I'm going to change to this and get on the right track. So I believe that's sort of like how the system works. How does that work for you, Laura? Truly growth opportunities, and uh, they really are 24-carat stepping stones. <laughs> it's just when we get stuck there, and it's so easy to do that sometimes, oh, it is. Um, that we miss the lesson. And if we can just see the lesson as an opportunity to grow, and you know what you said earlier, Keith, is evolve. Yes that they really are wonderful tools. 
You know, um, Laura, we are out of time, and we would love to do this again if you'd like to come back. I would absolutely love that. Thank you. That would be great. The book, Motivation at Work, and your success on your online is called what? People can find oh, you at ProfitsWithPurpose.com. Perfect. ProfitsWithPurpose. Great title. Profits with Purpose. That's right. Peter Piper <laughs> picked a peck of poop with purpose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> three times really fast. He practiced that all day long so he could get that right. And I Thank missed you. it up. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. We'll do this Thank again. You. You're Thanks. welcome. Bye-bye. 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 My goodness, that was fun. And yes. how important it is. It's at the core of our work. Are we going to, you know, do our best? You can make a great environment. That's right. Now, come on. You can do it. Stretch into. The greater you. We love you guys. Take See care. you tomorrow.